reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are looking at Doom Patrol number six from March 2010. Ah, yes. Yeah, it is by Keith Giffen, Matthew Clark, and what's his name? John Livesay. Livesay? Livesay? Is it John? I don't know. Livesay. Frank? (laughs) Who knows? He's like Cher. Just the last name, just the one name. Actually, yeah, in the inside the inside uh, <laughs> page there, it's just lives there. That's right, no <laughs> name at all. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. Yes, yes, and then all the rest, the editors and the. You can call him Mister. That's right, Mister. <laughs> Does the fabuloso inks on the book? Mm-hmm. Right on. This is like a, a turning point issue. I mean, I know a lot of people who were sort of digging it, but not really hooked. Up until they got to this issue. Yeah, I this agree. It's the first one where they really start tying together everything that's happened before. Exactly. It was like... And it was... You know what? It was easy to follow. For someone who doesn't know the Morrison stuff all that well, it was a pretty straight path from point A to point B to yeah. point C. Yeah. I mean, it largely focuses on, you know, the... Silver Age Doom Patrol, and then goes to basically this one. Right. It's just brief stops in between. <laughs> yeah, just but... Just t- touching base with all that stuff, just to let you know that it did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One form or another. Yes. And I guess the uh, the trick is in the little changes and stuff, but, but again, yeah. maybe not all that much has changed. It's, you know, just what you choose to look at or remember. Or... Right on. Right. So, we got a great cover with all the various negative people. Yeah. All the hosts of the, the uh, negative energy being. That's right. We got the big negative energy being hanging out in the background, staring at everyone. And then we've got, from the left, working our way over, we've got the lovely negative woman from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And the negative man from Morrison's stories there with the... Uh, Rebus. Yeah. Oh, Rebus. Right, right, right. With the funky glasses. Yep. And our most modern Doom Patrol guy, Larry. <laughs> Larry, in quotes. <laughs> and John Burns' version. Ugh. Yeah. Bondage face. I know. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but that... I don't that, know. He was on the glue. That just doesn't work. The and only then, thing I liked about his negative man was that it was like a, a, a negative skeleton. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of cool. But... That was kind of cool, but the rest of it, I'm not a big... No. Not loving it. And then plain old regular, Larry Trainer, Original recipe. <laughs> With the eyeballs poking out of the... Uh... Not extra crispy. <laughs> no, that'll come. Yeah. That will come. Excellent. All righty, let's dive in and maybe uh, get, get into it. <laughs> mm. All righty, we start off on Oolong Island as with, usual. as usual, with uh, Larry Trainer zipping along, playing his video games. 
he's, he's playing Boom. Yeah. <laughs> instead of Doom. That's funny. <laughs> yes, and then we do a big close-up, panel by panel by panel, and we get uh, get him saying, "El, my name is Larry." Mm-hmm. And then we get the splash page, big shot of Larry hanging on to his game controller there, and in the background we've got little uh, flashbacks of various points in the Doom Patrol's history we've got. There's old granddad breaking him apart with his <laughs> sneaky ray. Right on, right on. We've got the Animal Vegetable Mineral Man over there. We've got... Oh, I can't wait till we get to that. I know, next week. It's next week? I'm pretty oh, sure. <laughs> I think it is. We got one of those classic pictures of Larry unwrapping, and we see his big mummy, mummy skeleton face. Skeleton face, yeah, yeah. And then down at the bottom, we've got uh, various points from the uh, Morrison stories. I think. actually, that's all from one story. Okay, okay. That, that is uh, Morrison's Doom Patrol facing off against the Brotherhood of Dada. Right, well, right, right. inside the painting that ate Paris. So that's oh, why you see Blue Beetles. And that's, yeah, Blue Beetle is there because they're, yeah, the Justice League call, gets called in to watch or look right at on. the painting. That More issue, or less, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that issue I think I've got kicking around. That is a great issue because they, they think they'll just sort of walk in and all the Justice League guys are standing around going, huh? Yeah. What, what are we supposed to do? And they're like, get out of the way. We'll take care of we'll this. We'll look after this. Exactly. So on that page, Larry explains that, uh, well, we learn, is it Larry telling the story? We're not really sure. Uh, he says, oh, my name is Larry, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I Larry- get the feeling that the captions are from the negative being's point of view. I think so. I think that's probably the best interpretation. With Yeah, because, well, yeah, the very next panel, he says, Larry's got the biggest storage loft in the old memory warehouse, so Larry it is. So... Yeah, I think it's the negative creature telling the story. Yeah. Accessing Larry's memories for the most part in the Giffen run, I think. Yeah. I think he's got access to the other little people that have been the negative creature, but uh, for the most part, he's decided he's going to... Well, he's been Larry most often, so... Yeah, yeah. So that's who he's sticking with. Yeah, he says every so often there's a little bit of bleed over from the other storage lofts. That's to be expected, but... Larry Trainer, that's me, I hope. <laughs> my best friend's a robot. My best gal pal knows size matters, and my boss thinks he knows it all. Put it all together, and what does it spell? Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. Right on. So we get uh, a couple of pages recapping Larry's uh, origins there for anyone not in the know. Uh, we get to see him take off in his little... Uh, K2F pilot plane thingy. <laughs> and up he goes too far into space and gets hit by the cosmic rays. No, wait, that's, uh, I think that's, somebody that's else. another company. <laughs> he gets hit by the, what are they calling it? The something. Some sort of rays. Anyway, he comes crashing down and gets turned into the negative man. We uh, next see him in the hospital. Dr. Niles Calder is working away on him. He's all bandaged up. And, yeah, the chief is like, well, we got the good news, bad news thing. And and uh, <laughs> bad news, he's dosed with all this negative radioactive energy. And the good news, he looks like a mummy. He's all wrapped up with uh, 
That's pretty cool. <laughs> These special bandages that will uh, once a year he's out, he's ready for Halloween. So. That's right. <laughs> he can be the Invisible Man the rest ah, of the time. Suspido. That's right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Larry says that uh, while he was unconscious in the uh, plane crash, the negative creature first escaped, and uh, it was. Yeah, the people around him that saw it called it the Negative Man. Calder called it the Negative Man, and the name just kind of stuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thanks, thanks, Doc. Um, yeah, originally it looks like the Negative Creature was something that Larry couldn't really control all that well. Um, so the, the science guys kept them all cooped up in the lab, and they did lots of studying and testing. And until Larry like said, you do. Like you do with the Negative Creatures, and... Larry's like, that's enough. I've had enough. After a couple of months, he uh, cuts out of there and and uh, off he goes in his little work suit and <laughs> and band-aids. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's released. Oh, he says he's released into the good doctor's custody. So uh, <laughs> the chief is looking after Larry for a little while. Doesn't look like he's looking after him too well. Huh? <laughs> that place he's got him... It's pretty crappy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, Larry's not real happy either. He says uh, he should have been more grateful with him springing me and all, but uh, Larry had had a belly full of person of interest. So in hindsight, it all went down too easy. I balked. And he leaves. Chief lets him go, and he finds, like, a little hovel that he can live in. And, and that's where he's hanging out. He's... Uh, living in a little rat's nest and just getting by. He's telling everyone that that negative creature has uh, vanished. It's no longer a problem, but uh, we know differently. That's right. <laughs> he goes out onto the dock and... Takes her for a spin. Takes her for a spin and just wants to see the uh, the limits and the extent of uh, the negative creature. And So he lets it out on a little test flight, and, and that's at the bottom of the page, a great shot of the... Uh, the negative, the creature, negative yeah. creature, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how it's, it's. Uh, Bruno Cremiani did a great job with it too, but this is this has got a little more. Uh, well, this one's freaky. This is more. Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Bruno's was always very human. Yeah, it was very basically just a silhouette, a right. shadow. Right. This is a little more alien. You're right with the little green glowing eyes. That's a nice touch. Yeah. So as the creature is out, Larry. Uh, he says, that's how I found out about the ticking clock. Uh, he says, like, after about 30 seconds, he starts to feel a bit of a tugging sensation. Uh, 45 seconds out, it's a real dragging sensation that's hard to ignore. And after, like, 55 seconds, it's a full-blown imperative. Get that thing back into me. <laughs> if he hits 60 seconds before returning to good old Larry, it's adios, muchacho. Vaya con Dios, and a whole bunch of other Spanish words. <laughs> <laughs> that I am not reading French I could do muerto ole there you go there's your Spanish so he realizes we get the uh, the one minute time limit and uh, then he goes back to his little hobble where he spends a good part of a year and every just month or out. so that's right he drops out of life but every month or so he gets these packages of specially treated bandages that come up show up on his doorway so Clearly someone is looking out for him, even if if he's not. Um, and with the bandages, they 
there's uh, every so often there's a little invitation saying, "Come join me and join my club." <laughs> and Larry's not really having any of it until eventually he decides, "What the heck? I got nothing better to do." And get, getting bored of my hovel. That's right. That's right. I've seen the same four walls again and again. And then we get like a scene that's right out of the uh, My Greatest Adventure with the three in silhouette and the chief under his spotlight. It's kind of cool. And we dive over to another splash page and we get a recapping of the Silver Age Doom Patrol there. We get all the various villains and menaces and menaces that uh, they came up against. And we get... Uh, Who's that clock face dude? Ah, uh, that's the guy that's on Oolong Island now, I Oh, think. right. What's uh, his name? Time something or other. Uh, yeah, because he's not wearing that outfit anymore. He's right. He's just he's just he's hanging the, he's out. The guy that came up, he was worried because they were gonna where they were gonna recognize. Uh, that's him. right. That's right. That's him and Doctor Time or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think so. Spelled with a Y. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So oh, it's funny. yeah, it's a good little page. We get. Uh, he kind of explains, you know, I'm still not that certain that we all bought into the Doom Patrol at first. I know Larry. I mean, that's me. I didn't. I mean, superheroes, us, reality check, please. Oh, yeah, and uh, add in the gratuity for me, would ya? <laughs> and he, he thinks it's probably the same for Cliff and Rita. Uh, good old Larry, he signed on just because it was three meals a day and, and uh, no limit expense account. <laughs> and that's about it. He's being super honest, I guess. And then it, they were all they were all totally surprised that the Doom Patrol thing just started working out. Uh, they came to like it, I guess. You know, he says, if it seemed like we were a bit too eager to throw ourselves into the line of fire, well, uh, let's just not go there yet. <laughs> and all things considered, he says they had a pretty decent run, if I do say so myself, and I do. Me, Larry. And then we died, and we get the... Uh, Explosion on the island. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if you're only listening to the Silver Age episodes, well, I guess you won't hear the spoilers. So that's okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then we get a good, <laughs> a lovely butt shot of the new negative oh, wow, man. Eh? I know. Butt and boobs all in one. That's like a twofer. That's right. <laughs> so we get a quick recap of the new Doom Patrol. We uh, we meet. Tempest and Celsius and new robot man in his not goony look. <laughs> and the negative woman. Uh, apparently when they all blew up there, the negative creature went scooting around looking for a new host and eventually settled in on uh, another test pilot. Here. That's this, right. one, this one a Russian. That's right, the Russian test pilot. So it's hanging out in there. Uh, Larry says it's Doom Patrol the sequel. He doesn't really remember a lot about that chunk of time. Dealing as I was with a whole other biological imperative. <laughs> I do seem to recall Celsius, our fearless leader, claiming she was Chief's ex-wife. Guess she wanted to keep it in the family. And hmm. then uh, eventually, of course, the Chief shows up in that run, all gray-haired and gloomy. And uh, he had been reborn, and, and Larry says he'd been reborn bonkers. Calder wanted his property back, and what the man wants, the man gets. Oh, yeah. And I was a guy again. 
that's how I met Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so over the course of the time, yeah. Um, yeah, I try, I try to remember there. They, there was a bit of a battle for a while between negative man and negative woman over who would take control of the creature. The yeah, because Larry turned up alive. Well, allegedly Larry turned up alive. Yes. And, but powerless. And actually, he was really weak because he didn't have the negative energy in him anymore. Right, he needed that. To... So he ends up going into this big plot with involving Reactron, absorbing, right. trying, to, trying to absorb the negative energy being and put it back into him. Right. And eventually he succeeds. Yes. I believe. I think so. Some of it must have stayed with with the negative woman. Or I think what happened to her was she was still radioactive, but she didn't have the negative energy being anymore. Oh, maybe, she maybe. still had to wear the, the bandages The bandages. <laughs> she, she got the bandages, but none of the perks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. And then at the bottom of the page, we get like a little uh, silhouetted panel of the, the uh, Morrison Doom Patrol with Robot Man and Crazy Jane. and. Well, you skipped over the important bit, though. The important it bit. It turns out he's a clone. Yes, 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 yes. Down there it says, where does it say that? Top yeah. corner. Top clone, a Larry clone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not quite Larry come to be. Right. Yes, so he is a clone. And then uh, he says things got weird. <laughs> well, yes, they did. <laughs> Unless that one was referring to the uh, Morrison Control. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, and we get the, uh, yeah, then we get another little, uh, flat, not, well, yeah, flashback of the, uh, of the Doom Patrol's adventures in, uh, Morrison Town there. <laughs> yes, with, uh, what's her name? Rhea. Rhea and Monkey Girl. What was her name? Dorothy. Dorothy Spinner. Dorothy Spinner. That's right. So, yeah, so Chief cloned Larry. Yeah. From, well, we'll, we'll see from where. <laughs> As we move on, he's like, yeah, you heard that right. There was a voice in not quite Larry's head that wasn't his. Certain knee-jerk reflexes that had never been in his playbook. Not quite Larry, still me, don't you know, spent a good chunk of time believing his negative buddy was developing its own personality. Not too disturbing, actually. Not that disturbing at all. I was my own best friend. <laughs> How many people can say that? As it turned out, me neither. Uh, we find out that the clone's name was Thomas Monroe. He was slipped into a coma when he was 32. He had no friends, no family, very little brain activity, or no brain activity, which was good for Larry because... The chief was able to take some blood samples, and they were they were similar enough. Just uh, stuck them full of Larry juice. That's right. The the genetic stuff was close enough that he could uh, pop in some Larry juice and reel in the negative energy. Um, yeah, the Larry's so not, not sure. really a clone. He's just transplanted into a different body. Yeah, that's right. It's it's Having not some characteristics of Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really Larry's body, but it's Larry's personality and Larry's. Everything that makes Larry Larry is in that body, so... Well, it's in the negative energy being. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he goes, uh... Uses whatever genes or DNA or... Damn it, Jim, I'm a test pilot, not a genetic engineer. 
I love that show, but I digress. Here's how I see it. A, you find a warm body that's a close enough genetic match. You add a dash of Larry. Lie about it being a clone. <laughs> and there you go. Bob's your uncle. You got negative man back. Negative man bait. That's right. A familiar enough tug. Not Larry, but close enough. And I took the bait. So that's definitely the... Uh, that's definitely telling us that it's the uh, creature think, telling the story. Yeah. Turns out Negative Man wasn't my new best friend. I was just picking up random synapse firings from Tom's storage loft. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> L, my name is Negative Man. Turns out the deep end's not all that deep and pretty easy to sail over if you've got a mind to. I dove. Me, Negative Man. So here's where we kind of skim over some of the... Uh, the trickier Morrison stuff. Yep. Uh, what about good old Larry? I locked him in his storage bin. Poor guy didn't have clue one. I mean, dead is dead. Dead men tell no tales, and truth to tell, he was starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Ditching Larry was, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, liberating. Alrighty. So we get into the whole Rebus thing. Yeah. Kind of briefly. <laughs> yeah, very briefly. He doesn't want to really delve into it too deeply, so he just says, yeah, I think I caught myself Rebus for a while. Yep, here's a storage bin. It's, it's labeled Rebus. Yeah, That's I'm going right. to pass. We're not going to talk about that much, uh, which is fair enough. You know, it was uh, certainly Basically, yeah. to say he, was, he went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for a while. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the Rebus creature certainly has... Uh, has its own personality and it's not anything like Larry's. It's a little more, a little more out there. Disconnected. That is right for sure. But it's yeah, it's part of his package there. It's just packed away now. <laughs> he's packed it all back up. Yeah, he says there are some things I'd just rather not know. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> who can blame him there? <laughs> By the time I'd reacquainted myself with what I laughingly call reality. I was in another body, and Larry was back in the picture, which is kind of how we get into the uh, the burn stuff, I think. Nope, this is the uh, Arcudi oh, stuff. stuff. Yeah, I forgot. He did show up there, too. The body was now called Philip Sloan. It was another brain-dead donor doctored to fit courtesy of the chief. Larry was back because I really needed a friend, and since Cliff took off into a suburb of Oz called Danny the Street... <laughs> Rita was still dead, and the others were just that, the others. Well, back to square one. L, my name is Larry. And so he's uh, back off in his hovel with getting the little radioactive bandages once a month. And yep. Every so often he uh, runs into Cliff. Cliff showed up about two months later and into my self-pity tour. And uh, he says, guess Oz or Danny or whatever already had a resident tin man. <laughs> Whatever went down, it was pretty obvious. He didn't want to talk about it, and I can relate. <laughs> it's kind of cool how uh, Clark is is emulating the styles, sort of of the different. Like, yeah, the, he the, really the is. Yeah, robot we, man body there is uh, pretty neat. It One is. It's a, designed by uh, was it Tanning Wat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he captures the uh, the whole essence of that big, bulky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever you call it, that uh, style. It's, it was a cool design. Yeah, I like got it. it there, yeah. Seems Cliff had fallen into yet another Doom Patrol go-round, this one courtesy of bona fide corporate bigwig Thayer Jost. Now, is this the first he's mentioned in the Giffen run? 
Just yes, I believe so. Because he's going to become important, but uh, this might be the first... Uh, Semi-important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to see him. <laughs> Cliff was riding herd over a group of uh, Tyros pulled together by this Jost guy. Cliff was hoping that Larry would uh, consider signing on. He thought uh, experience counts for something, but Larry had a few more stops on the self-pity tour, so... Uh, off he goes. And Pass. That's right. He passes. Cliff said he understood. And <laughs> Larry's like, well, I'm glad someone did because I'm not sure I do. <laughs> and uh, Cliff showed up again, and he's not really surprised, but, uh, or, uh, again, he says, yeah, not this time. I'm not ready yet. But uh, this time, uh, Cliff lets him know that it's, uh, even though he's not interested, there's one thing you got to know. There's one big surprise that this time they were going to do it right. And uh, I know you don't really want to be part of the Doom Patrol, but uh, someone's back. <laughs> That's right. And sure enough, that is what hooks him in. And we get uh, Rita giving Larry a big old hug in her, uh, in her John Byrne Doom Patrol outfit there. And, yeah, uh, things are kind of bad, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The gang's all back together. <laughs> back together and then some. <laughs> yeah, because they got a giant monkey. That's pretty awesome. They got the giant. That was the best thing about John Burton. <laughs> <laughs> the four-armed monkey. Yeah, the four-armed monkey and the skeleton negative man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was that blue creature. I forgot all about him. Huh. Voider. Void or something. Hmm. I guess we'll get back to him. <laughs> they do a quick kind of recap of the uh, of the John Byrne Doom Patrol, and we get a quick little glimpse into their headquarters, which was some sort of old prison or something, wasn't it? Something down south? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've blocked most of it from the line. It's pretty bad stuff. Yeah, we get, uh, we get the... Uh, the big picture of the team there with the original Doom Patrollers and the big gorilla grunt and the little annoying girl nudge yeah. and the blue-faced void guy. I'd forgotten all about him. Wow. I think I think there's a reason we forgot about him. Something happened to him. I don't know. We'll get there yeah. eventually. <laughs> so uh, we see in some of the flashbacks, we see uh, Rita kind of being motherly towards little uh, nudge there, which is, you know, which is what we've come to expect from uh, Rita at this point. Uh, and uh, Larry's just saying, you know, without Rita, we were just freaks for hire. With her, we were the closest thing to family Larry had ever known. How pathetic is that? Well, not too pathetic. <laughs> yeah. uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Words to live by or die by, as the case may be. The chief managed to make this incarnation of the Doom Patrol stick. He was still the same manipulative bastard we'd all come to know and loathe, and we took comfort that we could from that. <laughs> Consistency counts for something, you know. <laughs> uh, I guess. The chief wound up moving us lock, stock, and barrel to a small chunk of tropical paradise called Oolong Island. And that's pretty much where we are now. We get to see, a, I guess, a flashback to that 52 miniseries that 
I didn't read four horsemen. The four horsemen, I think. I'm guessing that's what it must be. We see different wrote that, so it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read it either, so no. But uh, there we go. We've got the Doom Patrol fighting beasties and zombie-like creatures. Zombie dudes, yeah. And then they are firmly ensconced on Oolong. And Larry says, "Life is, if not good, it's tolerable. I've even made peace with good old Larry." And that would be Rita's influence again. She really, really likes Larry, and I really, really like Rita. So Larry it is. That's who he's going to be because that's who Rita wants him to be. Elephant in the room. What elephant? <laughs> no, really. I'm fine. I'm still there. Satisfied? Yeah, I've heard that if you ask anyone who's ever been in combat how they felt when one of their uh, buddies bought a bullet, odds are they'll tell you what you want to hear. Shock, horror, grief, anger. All of that's genuine. It's a pretty safe bet, though, that you won't hear about gratitude. That falls under the, you had to be there. And if you weren't, there's no way you're going to understand. And damn it all, you shouldn't have asked the question in the first place. <laughs> so Larry's sitting out there in his uh, Larry spot on the end of the dock. and uh, He is just wondering about what the Doom Patrol's been doing in the last little while. He's remembering how Nudge got killed and... He's uh, thinking, none of us were thinking, thank God it wasn't me. They're all kind of thinking, not her as in, why was it her and why not me? <laughs> so uh, they're all still pretty battle-scarred, but uh, he's here where he is. and Rita comes down and yeah. sits beside him. and The thing he talks about here with the wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, that old wallpaper. Yeah, the, the number there. Ones. And I'm trying to think of what that means, but for the life of me, I can't... Yeah, he says the... Uh, Paul. Yeah, he's yeah he's talking about, hello, Mr. Elephant, uh, do you like what I've done with the place? Do you like the wallpaper? I used to call it self-loathing chic, uh, but the, all, the old wallpaper had a pattern of 61s, but I've never been all that big on numbers. Yeah, and I don't know what that number means. Like the It doesn't refer to like 1961, because the Doom Patrol wasn't... Around then, so and even still, this you know current Doom Patrol, yeah, sliding timescale, uh, yeah, is not anywhere close to the sixties. But yeah, I don't know what that means at all. Had a, I, I don't know, mm. a little mystery. I'm sure it's maybe something. it'll come up later on. Maybe, maybe that is right. So we kind of close out the issue with uh, Larry and Rita sitting on the dock, all peaceful, like staring at the moon. And then we uh, flash back to Larry playing his video games. Uh, and it looks like he's just kind of falling in. Well, he's zoning out there while the negative creature comes out. And, uh, and after telling the story, he pops out of Larry and says, L, my name is... Uh, what was the question? <laughs> he's playing the video game instead. He's playing oh, the video funny. game instead while Larry is out of it for the next 60 seconds. So there we go. We get kind of a history of Larry and a history of the Doom Patrol all, all wrapped up in one issue there. Yes. Yeah, you're right. This is an I issue that... Yeah. Oh, he's able to pull yeah, so he much. Everything. He took everything that I loved about Doom Patrol and put it all in and said, yep, that's all good stuff. It's yeah, all good. it all, all happened. Matters. Yeah, whether he liked it or not, he wove it all in and he yep. kept it all possible so that if even if there's parts that he's not liking, 
down like, the line. No reboot necessary. That's right. It's all part of the same stuff. It's That's all right. Someone else can come along and pick up the parts that they like, and it's there, and it's all good. That's good writing. It is good writing. He was able to smush it all together in a pretty cohesive story. Like it's not like he's stretching anything or making anything fit that doesn't make sense at all. He fit it in there, which is cool. Yep. Very, I, very good. I love it. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so good. Alrighty. So next week we are back to the Silver Age. Woo! Yes. And I'm pretty sure it's animal, vegetable, metal, around land where you are dealing with, which is very cool. So join us next week with your salad fork and your <laughs> whatever else you need for enjoying. One of those little pickaxes that they That's use right. for uh, geology. That's right. It'll all be there. In the meantime, you can uh, visit us over on the forums. We are at our our uh, website, doompodtroll.com, and you can comment on all of the episodes there. And there's a link that will take you to the comic forums if you feel like commenting over there. Or you can send us an email at doompodtroll.gmail.com. No, at gmail.com. Gmail gmail <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people know how an email works. I'm sure, I'm sure they Just do. Just in case. <laughs> That's how it works. That's Alrighty. It works. We'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.